Hello and welcome back to the Bug in a Rug podcast. As always, my name's Caitlin. As usual, my name's Whitney. And tonight, I've decided to try and really creep you out. Why? Why are you doing this? I just feel like sometimes, you know, we say that like we're going to try to keep our audience and each other up at night, but I just really haven't gone for what I would consider our fears. I did I spiders. Mean, I did okay, spiders. That I did was, a whole thing on spiders. That was, and we were both very uncomfortable. Okay, but how many episodes ago was that? And this makes me sound like I'm not afraid of murderers. I am. However. We have John Cena <laughs> to protect us. However, yes. We have a door that is locked. And a murderer's gonna have to catch these hands if he wants to come after me for real. <laughs> but if he comes in the door, he sees our life-size cardboard cutout of John Cena, and it scares him and away. And it scares him away. Unless he can't see him. Oh, <gasps> no! The system is flawed. <laughs> so flawed. <laughs> oh, boy. So, yeah. You're gonna try and fight a murderer with your bare hands? I'm not. Okay. Okay. I'm not just gonna lay there. No, you run. If he comes into this apartment, back to my room, where do you want me to run? I feel like he'd be checking a lot of places. If you can't figure out there's someone in this apartment, between the time they come in the door and they get to your room at the back of the apartment. (laughs) It's a short apartment. You're probably sleeping. Uh, But then he's going to have to figure out where I am amidst all of my stuffed animals. And pillows. And pillows. Yeah. And thick blanket. Yes. This is true. So, the Akoi right there, what? What are you looking at? No, I just <laughs> oh. thought back to editing the last episode where I couldn't tell what were jingle jangles happening on the audio and what were the actual cats walking around with. <laughs> Surprise, or, uh, spoiler alert, mostly the audio. <laughs> mostly the audio. Yeah, that's true. Maybe when we record, we should take their, we should let them roam around naked. I said that. Oh. <laughs> I said that, and I did it one time, and you said, but it's a good ambiance. Here the boy comes. Cat on the table, 50 points. Uh. Okay. Get get it out of your system, bud. What? Okay, his butt is in my face. He All climbed right. up here just to put his, <laughs> butt, to in put his butt in my face. He wanted you, he thought you forgot about it. I didn't, trust me. <laughs> you know what we should do is, while we record, we should take their bells off. And we should get those jewels that cover their buttholes. <laughs> so we are taking care of the issue of hearing them. And then when he puts his butt in your face, there's a little jewel. Yeah, inside. there's like a cover. Yeah. It's like a mask, but for his butt. <laughs> Put this here for courtesy. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. I uh, hope you guys are, you know, finding creative outlets during this time. Mm-hmm. I have started running again. It is terrible. <laughs> I've been doing small workouts and podcasts. Po- that's yeah, it. Exactly. That's all I got. I'm, sure. I nap a lot. That's creative. No. In my dreams. I'm letting my no. imagination no. run wild. No. Mm-mm. No. I, hey. Well. No. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. 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 <laughs> no, you've been studying, which helps too. I painted my nails today, so that's creative. Yeah, you're using color. You uh-huh. had to, you had to use some skills that um, you don't normally use, which are like nail skills and hand-eye hand coordination. Sure. Thanks for hyping me up. I don't know if it made sense, but then you had to pick a color. Yeah, that's artistic. I was going between black and navy blue. I chose navy blue in case anyone was wondering. Thank goodness. <laughs> Needed a little bit of color in there. Speaking of black. Oh, no. <laughs> Here we go. I've been stalling. Can you tell I've been we stalling? We are going to talk about... Well, should I tell you or should I read this first story? Read read the story. Okay. Read the story. Here we go. Please. <coughs> please. Hey. Yeah. Hey. What? Please. Please? Yeah. You sure? No. Okay. Please don't, but you're going to anyway, so. Yep. I'm going to read the story. Okay. Here we go. So I'm going to have a few stories within my uh, 
within my larger story. <laughs> oh, my chapters. Um, and some of them, most of them I got off a website, but the website got them off of Reddit, which is a place that you can post different things under different categories. So when I say, instead of a person's name, it's going to be their username. So it's going to be sure. kind of weird mm-hmm. when I get to that part. But it's like just a discussion you know. platform. Yes, exactly. There's like different categories that mm-hmm. you can go under and post different things. What category was this under? Uh, shadow. Oh. 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 <laughs> you tricked me. <laughs> I was thinking like... Home and garden. Oh no! Wait, what? <laughs> Sports. Home and garden. <laughs> Music. <laughs> you almost, you almost. Hey, oh, I got your dollar. Ooh, not gonna lie, you had me in the third. Not gonna lie, they had me in the first <laughs> half. All right, here's the first story. At 3 a.m. one morning, capital V O, capital X E N A U. It's their username. Those you know. Okay. Woke and went to the kitchen to get some water. On their way, they stumbled upon a shadow person sitting in the recliner in the family room. They had been seeing shadow people their entire life, so this sudden appearance was not startling. They stood still for a couple minutes to be certain it was indeed a shadow person. As their eyes adjusted to the dark, it became clearer a shadow person was sitting in their living room, staring at them. They started moving towards it. The figure seemed undaunted. When they were about three feet apart, the shadow person evaporated. Cooper jumped midway through that, and I got, my heart rate went up (laughs) a lot. (laughs) So as you might have guessed, our story today is about shadow people. I thought it was going to be about recliners. I mean, there are a few recliners here and there. I'm not going to lie. Swerve on them. So Whitney, do you know what shadow people are? I don't. I actually haven't heard of them. At and all? I was actually going to try and avoid it altogether and just, like, steer you back towards the recliners, but I have a feeling that's not going to happen. No, it's not going to happen. On all your distractions, Cooper, they're not going to work either, bud. Good news. No more bell collar, and I'm holding him against my bosom. <laughs> I thought you were... I'm sorry. I thought you were going to say against his will, so it's very, very unexpected. Well, that too. <laughs> So, I said this before, but we cut it out for certain reasons that we're not going to discuss. Don't make her angry again. I call that a Whitney. But, um, you, uh, once I start describing them, you'll probably realize or recognize that we have seen some form of this, not in our real lives, but <laughs> on, like, Ghost Hunters and Taps and things like that that we've watched before. Maybe you have seen it before. I don't know. I have not experienced this. I thought you were going to say, you'll realize we've seen this several times. Several times, and you haven't even real. No, no, no. <laughs> so, be more vigilant. No, <laughs> yeah, keep your eyes open. So, I'll start with a little bit of background before we dive deep. Oh, my God. <laughs> Did that come across the audio? I think so. I'm sure it did. All right. So many religions, legends, and belief systems have described a type of supernatural entity that were thought to be the shades of the underworld or lost souls wandering the earth. So the Quran mentions, quote, pitch black sapient beings. While ancient European texts describe strange shadows that, quote, desired blood and without it couldn't be reborn. So even back in way, way, way ancient times, there have been descriptions and reports of what we would know or what we assume are these shadow people. Interesting. Okay. I have seen one of these. No. Are you serious? And Peter Pan. Stop. <laughs> I hate you. I got really nervous there for a second. <laughs> I got let me compose myself. I hate. Listen. I'm trying to keep people up at night and not let them sleep as snug as a bug. Got him. And you're ruining it. <laughs> hey, not gonna lie. I had you in the first half. <laughs> okay, well. Sorry, continue, please. It was a good joke. I like it. It was a good one. So the term shadow people was actually coined by author Heidi Hollis. 
So this, like, no one ever mentioned, like, the Quran and ancient texts don't specifically use the phrase shadow people. Right. The term was coined by author Heidi Hollis. She described in an interview with radio show Coast to Coast AM, that's what it's called, Coast to Coast AM, Mm -hmm. that, quote, shadow people have been around since the beginning of time and are a dark influence upon society. She has gone on to write several books about these. One includes The Secret War, and she has various descriptions within her books about what shadow people are, um, and that's where I get the next couple details because I like the way that she phrased it. Sure. So these beings are seen on the periphery of one's vision. Most are unable to look close enough to see specific details of the figures, and she notes specifically in her book, The Secret War, that shadow people are, quote, dark silhouettes with human shapes and profiles that flicker in and out of peripheral vision. These shadow people are darker than their surroundings, even if you're in, like, pitch black. Hmm. So if it's nighttime and you have the lights off, you can still see their outline because it's darker than, like, it's like a shadow in the dark, almost, if that makes sense. Hmm. So although they are named after shadows, unlike the shadow in Peter Pan, Mm, (laughs) they have a depth and dimension to them. Like, they can't be picked up and sewed back onto people's feet. They're not flat. You can clearly see definition to them. So they're like 3D. Yeah, they're like us. It's not like they're flat against a wall. However, physical objects do not affect their movements. But Mm. instead of, like, a shadow would go on top of it, they can go through it. Mm, So, like, if there's a dresser in the way, your shadow would go across the dresser. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't see that with them. They could go right through it. Gotcha. So there have been many variations of shadow people to come out of tales told by those who claim to have encountered them. Stories are always slightly different, but they, I guess, they've been categorized into four different types. Okay. Not, I guess, officially, but this is what most people commonly agree upon. Okay. So the first type is a humanoid shadow figure. These beings are the most recognizable and the most commonly seen. While they are a shadowy figure, you can clearly tell that they are a person. It's a person shape. Mm -hmm. You can see the outline of their head, you know, their shoulders, everything. Gotcha. You cannot see, like, features. So, like, it's not eyes. There's no nose or anything. You can just see, like, the outline of their body. Mm Mm-hmm. So these beings often have male characteristics or people just the body shape. They look like males and they stand between six and seven feet tall. So the outline of these is so pronounced and so like specific that people have been able to say that they have seen shadow people that have been wearing hats or like a jacket or cloak. Hmm. So they can tell that they have something on them. Right. So like their facial features aren't like very pronounced but you can still see some details on. yeah if i kind of picture it because again i haven't experienced this and mm-hmm. i hope i don't but i picture it as like you know those you know those like i don't know they're called morph suits that people like put on yeah I think and they're all they're green or they're mm-hmm. all blue mm-hmm. i just think it's like that so you can't see their eyes or anything but you can kind of see like you know their outlines there mm-hmm. and their fingers but you can't see like specific details i'm picturing like a a mannequin yeah, type of yeah, thing. Yeah, you know what I mean. Because no eye, like mm-hmm. it's not drawn on no eyes or anything like that. But yeah, pretty much. So, a shadow person that is in this category, the humanoid category, that is most—I I don't want to say popular, but the most specific one that people have seen. That's mm-hmm. not just oh, it looked like a man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They have dubbed the Hat Man. So the hat man has been seen across the globe. This isn't just a regional thing. It is a shadowy figure wearing a fedora or a top hat. Mostly just those two. And what most claim is a long trench coat. Hmm. Some stories state that he even has a gold pocket watch that is attached to his belt by a chain. But that, I don't, I only saw that in one source. And it was Mm -hmm. basically like, this is kind of an outlier. Mm Mm-hmm. 
While some stories tell the of the hat man attacking the person, the majority the majority just state that he stands and watches those who fall victim to his presence. Hmm. So he's just kind of there standing in the doorway or sitting on a chair and he just kind of watches them for a prolonged period of time and then he kind of goes about his business. Gotcha. Whatever that may be. Interesting. Interesting. So many think that the Hatman feeds off of negative energy and he visits those who are in dark places. Now, I've heard this about spirits and other things as well. So that I don't think that's an uncommon thing in the supernatural ghost realm. Mm-hmm. Everybody claims that the Hatman has given them an overwhelming feeling of fear whenever he is there, whether he is attacking them or not. Yeah. Well, I wonder if that's a... A vibe he gives off, mm-hmm. or just the fact that there is this presence. Yeah, it could, your... I'm sure it's both. It's definitely probably part of like a fight or flight mm-hmm. sort of. Oh yeah, yeah thing yeah. as well. Because like you want to, you fight or flight. Well, you can't really f- run, so you're just kind of hiding. But mm-hmm. so yeah, for sure. So I have two stories that would fall under this category, I guess. That focus on the hat man? Well, humanoid figures. One is the hat man and one is not. Okay. So the first one um, is by Tim Brown. Now, there's these different sites that have been called different things. And one is called the Hat Man Project. And it's just someone trying to get a bunch of stories, experiences that people have had from the hat man. And this one is from Tim Brown. Mm -hmm. So he says, I saw a tall human-like figure and the figure looked like that of a man. The man had no distinguishable features whatsoever. I could see no eyes, no nose or mouth, only blackness. He looked like a shadow, only darker, much darker. He had a very wide-brimmed hat and a long trench coat that flowed as he moved. He stood there for what seemed like an eternity. He then moved very slowly and without sound back into the hallway, just out of view. Hmm. Interesting. Mm -hmm. So this one was one where he just kind of watched them. For a period of time and then Mm -hmm. disappeared. So this one is not necessarily about the hat man, but about humanoid-like figures. Okay. Shadow people. Right. And this is from one of the sites that got it off Reddit. So after a poor night of sleep, Lossful Codex, which is their username, laid down midday to take a nap. They recall a strange feeling in their head, but believed it to be a side effect of sleep deprivation. Then, from the corner of their room, they heard South Park as if it was a television sitting right beside their bed, although there wasn't. A ringing and high-pitched whooshing sound joined in the chorus. No matter how hard they tried, they couldn't lift their arms or head. Then, they heard a knock at the window. Behind the glass pane crouched a dark, faceless figure. A second figure of identical stature entered through the bedroom door and sat at the edge of the bed. The shadow person spoke, quote, I would be afraid too. This is what nightmares are made from. Lossville Codex was confident that it was a dream, but it seemed inescapable. The room faded in and out, then the user woke. It was easily the scariest experience they'd ever had with lucid dreaming. I'm going to stop you and ask you, does that sound familiar to you at all? I knew you were going to bring this up. <laughs> I knew it. Because there's a story, and I don't know if we've talked about it before, that we, Dad has told us. I feel oh, like we've mentioned it. Okay, no, then no, I don't know the story. So, Dad has talked about this before, and I think it happened to him and one or two of his siblings. Maybe. So, at Grandma and Grandpa's house, which we, Papa and Grandma's house, which we... I've talked about before. Yeah. There was a gentleman who lived This in- is the same family that, if you listen to our Hometown Cryptids episode, the Wampus Cat was in their yard. Right. Same house. Same house. So, this house is very, very old. Uh, it was built during the Great Depression. Um, the people who lived there before, the gentleman, I, we believe, died in the house. He, like, fell down the stairs. I he, yeah, he had a heart attack and then fell down the stairs, and he either died there or he was like in the room waiting for the ambulance and then when they took him he died right on the way so we've been told yeah 
Now, as we get older, we get different renditions of this story. <laughs> yeah, everybody tells it differently, so. But the one room that was supposedly his room at the top mm-hmm. of the stairs, we call it the blue room. It's painted blue. Yeah. Our, my, my dad is one of five siblings. And as far as I know, at least two of them have had a similar experience where they woke up and had this like sleep paralysis yeah and then either saw or felt and saw a figure move into the room and sit on the edge of the bed yeah now as far as i know it was they just thought it was a ghost but i don't think we're familiar with shadow people well i think one of them said i think dad said he was he was facing the wall and he felt someone come and sit down and like touch him but he couldn't move Mm -hmm. And then they got up and left, and he just kind of, like, to, I guess, to con- either to convince himself or he really did assume that it was just Papa or Grandma mm-hmm. that came in to, like, check on him. But he couldn't move. He said he couldn't mm-hmm. roll over. Right. He was, like, frozen. The one the one time they told us this, whoever it was, whether it was Dad or one of his siblings, they said, they went downstairs and were like, hey, was someone in my room? Like, what did you guys need? And they were like, we weren't upstairs. Yeah. So, and the sleep paralysis thing, like, you can't really explain that. But every, all their experiences happen in that room. Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing with, like, I know this isn't necessarily related to shadow people, but, like, they've had other weird experiences in there. Yeah. We won't get into that. I thought you were going to bring up the story of us on vacation. I've already talked about that. Our mom says, Winnie, do you see it over there in the corner? I don't think she actually saw anything. Because I definitely didn't. Or I would say, like, she, I think she was, I was looking for my headphones. I think she was like, oh, check over there in the corner. But she was so tired. It just came out in a very eerie way. (laughs) She said, over there, Winnie. Can't you see him? Over there in the corner. Yeah. So, so that is type one. But I'm just saying. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your story of, like, the sleep paralysis mm-hmm. and then a figure coming in and sitting mm-hmm. on the bed is very similar to things that we were told. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. For sure. That definitely reminds me of that. I don't think... And I think they heard... Someone. Mick, someone may or may not have heard. But, like I said, the story changes every time Yeah, they it us. just depends. We'd have to go and, like, have, sit down and really interview everybody to figure it out. <laughs> So, the second type of shadow people are just called black mass shadow people. These are very similar to the humanoid shadow people, but they don't have a distinct shape. So, mm-hmm. like the humanoid shadow people, you can tell it's a human form. You can tell the outline. You can see it clearly enough to say there's a hat. It's a man. He has a coat on. Mm-hmm. These are kind of amp- ampho. What am I trying to say? Amoeba-like. That's not it. But you know what I mean. They kind of uh, can move in and out of shapes. People often describe them as being, like, cloud-like. So they can Mm. kind of take on the shape of a person, but it's not quite tight enough to be like, yep, that's a a hat, that's a coat. It's just kind of like a cloud that's kind of floating in and out of different positions. So some speculate that these... Entities might have been former negative spirits that have lost their human identity. Hmm. So those who believe in ghosts or think that shadow people are ghosts, they think that they could have started out as like the humanoid shadow people and then have just been ghosts for so long that they're kind of losing touch with the their, themselves. The form that they were before. Yeah, essentially. So they just are kind of amoeba-like so I have two stories again um, to share with you about this kind. I have a question. So I have I, an answer. Okay. So is this kind still like more of a 3D shape or is this the type of thing that they portray in the movies where like the black mist comes out of the ceiling like like the grudge kind of thing? <sighs> I have never seen The Grudge, so oh. I do not know. <laughs> I mean, it's another scary movie, too, but it's like but, this, this mass of darkness that comes from the corner of the room. Um, yes and no. Yes, some people have described it as a mist, but it's still like a 3D. It has depth to it. It's gotcha. not just flat against the wall. Mm-hmm. And most of the time when they say it's cloud-like or a mist, it does kind of come down and form some sort of... It's not just like... Your whole ceiling is mist. Gotcha. It's like a 
form of a person, but it's kind of just like a blob. Mm-hmm. But it's not like the room fills with mist. Gotcha. Kind gotcha. of thing, if that makes sense. Yep. Okay. Yes, it does. Thank you. So, the first story is from the Mutual UFO Network. Um, this story comes from them. It was on a specific website. In one of my websites that I'll post. But they recorded an encounter of a woman in Tennessee. So the woman essentially told them the story. So she had dropped her daughter off at this bus stop. And then when she came back, she decided to go outside on her deck for a cup of coffee because her husband was still asleep. So she says, quote, I was standing at the back of my deck. The deck is 12 plus feet off the ground and at the back of the house. It is a wraparound the house deck, ending on each side at the carport. The time was around 6.40 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. When I turned my head to look, this human-shaped, solid black, very dark black being was standing on the other side of my deck. It was turned towards the field, leaning on the railings, and seemed to be looking into the field. I was speechless, but not scared. This being was so dark black that there was a huge contrast between it and the morning light on the deck. There was no facial features at all. It was not another human standing there. I saw another being. When it turned its head to look at me, it began slowly moving backwards. The legs moved as if it were walking backwards, yet it was floating very slowly. Cat-like movements, like when a cat is stalking its prey. Then it peeked half its body back around and stared at me for a moment. When it left this time, also slow, it dragged its hand across the wood. The black hand is the last I saw of the being. While it was first moving backwards, I got a very calm, warm feeling. Then I felt guilty because I had interrupted this being's peaceful morning. I never felt in harm's way until it came back and peeked at me. Nothing was said, but I got the feeling that it relayed the message, I'm not going to hurt you today, but I could if I wanted to. Mmm. Okay. <laughs> So, like, listen, you don't bother me, I won't bother you. Right, exactly. Like, we're cool, Mm -hmm. but if you try a step, (laughs) we're going to throw hands. Yeah, we will throw hands. You're going to catch his hands. So, many times, most of the time, the descriptions, the entities or whatever they are, don't say anything. So, Mm -hmm. the second story was kind of an outlier, I guess. Mm Mm-hmm. But people do get, like, strong feelings, strong mm-hmm. vibes, if you will, from these shadow people. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's the other one. Now, this one, I think, is maybe from Reddit. I'm not sure. But, I, you know, one of the websites. Okay. I was sitting there watching TV, and suddenly I noticed something sort of spill out from the closet. It looked to me almost like some sort of inky cloud billowing forth, and I blinked my eyes a few times thinking I was seeing things. The room was relatively dark with just the flickering of the TV set to provide light, but I saw it. Some black mass pulling around the floor leading into the closet. And then it began to rise. It got to the point where it was almost humanoid in shape, but not quite, sort of quivering as if it were taking effort for it to take on a form. I I had the strangest prickling of fear creeping up my spine and wasn't sure if I was just sta- if I should just stare or run. Then I sort of shouted, hey, and it melted away, just like that. One second it was there, and the next it was gone. As soon as it disappeared, the sick feeling of dread went as well. Hmm. So that one's kind of more of like the black mass kind of floats in and takes a form, but it's not quite, it's not quite there. That makes sense. Do you want to hear my next theory? Oh, God. Okay. It's like Monsters, Inc. But they don't all come out of the closet. It doesn't have to. <laughs> okay. They're opening portals. <laughs> okay. Sure. Never mind. Sure. I just, like, got coming out of the closet, and they're like, hey, and it scared them off. That's yeah. all. I don't know. Yeah. Okay, so the third type is what people think are demonic shadow people, and these normally have glowing eyes, so a lot of times you'll hear them called, like, shadow people with glowing eyes. Can we get an acronym or something? Come on, guys. S-P-G-E. S-P-G-E. <laughs> These entities also have an outline that is easily discernible. They are often humanoid with features that inc- 
could include exaggerated height or elongated limbs, wings, horns, hooves, or tails. While there is a variety of features present, present, president, <laughs> while there is a variety of features present, they all have glowing eyes. So most report that their eyes are red. However, on rare occasions, there have been sightings of shadow people with white, green, or yellow glowing eyes. Hmm. So these shadow people with glowing eyes never come across as normal ghosts, and they normally give off the impression of pure, pure evil. What do you mean as normal ghosts? So like the ones before, or like what you would think of of like specters, they just kind of float through or like oh they're watching me i'm very uncomfortable yeah, yeah, yeah or the one lady was like i mean i was very calm i wasn't scared mm-hmm. every time someone has reported seeing one with glowing eyes it's basically like they were there to harm me, harm me in some way hmm. period interesting so i couldn't really find a story with these that i liked but that's basically it and some people, I listened to another podcast about this, and um, the one guy, I forget what it was called, um, Killer Podcast, I think is what it was called, honestly. But the one guy said when he researched it, he saw that some people had theories that the different color eyes meant different things. I couldn't find that, but that very well could be out there. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't find that. Um, when I was doing research. You probably have to dive into the deep Reddit. Right, right. And I don't really know how to use Reddit, so it's very tough for me. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, yeah, so most of the time, these are like the humanoids where you can see a clear shape, Mm -hmm. but they often don't, they're not quite human. Right. Like something about them is off or exaggerated, or they have a weird body part that most people would associate with demons right they're more clearly defined but they're not necessarily humanoid in shape yes exactly but they have glowing eyes and that's the only thing you can see about them everything else is still the blackness mm-hmm. okay so the last category of shadow people is just other huh? so this category this category <laughs> this category simply encases other entities that have been seen but seem like they deserve their own category but it's not enough to get, name it they don't after fit, them so they don't fit into one of the three yeah but they're it's not common enough to make a whole other category just for them right so animals would be one of them people have seen shadow dogs for example so that that's a common thing yeah right we can kind of get into that when i get into the theories of what they are but briefly Yes, a lot of people think that seeing black dogs is a bad sign or a sign that someone's going to die. Yeah, it's the omen of death. Right, exactly. I only know that from watching Harry Potter. Wait. Yeah, but Sirius is so cute as a dog. But, yeah, I know. Anyway. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, basically. So, animals are one of these. Um, Some people have told stories where they see shadow people that fall in between human and demonic. So I don't really know. They describe them more of like what you would think an alien would be. Hmm. So they don't want to put them. They don't know. They don't know which one they should put them in. So they kind of go into the other right. category. Gotcha. Um, a common shadow person or probably the most common one that doesn't fall into the other three categories that you'll hear about most Mm -hmm. is the old hag shadow person. So many have seen the old hag shadow person while experiencing sleep paralysis. So these two are often experienced together, so much so that people call it the old hag syndrome. Hmm. This one is just, I guess, in shadow form. Mm -hmm. Well, there's probably a lot of overlap with what... Yeah, with sleep paralysis. Sleep, well, I mean, like, people who have seen the old hag and people who have seen an old hag shadow person, it could all fall together. But, like, I know stories about ghosts that, but I didn't know what shadow people were. Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. now that I know, there's things that I could classify into shadow people. Right, right. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it could be something that overlaps or it could be different. You don't know. Right. Yeah, that could be several categories of old hags. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. don't know. We don't want to. We don't want to put them all into one group. 
So sufferers are uh, visited by an old woman who most often sits on their chest or lurks near their bed. So if you look up sleep paralysis, which we can do a whole nother episode on that by itself. It's terrifying. The old hag is commonly experienced as sitting on their chest and basically holding them down. Now, the story that I have, this does not happen in, but that is what's most common with sleep paralysis. I think mm-hmm. people who might see the shadow people but not sleep have sleep paralysis, that doesn't necessarily happen, if that makes sense. Yeah, gotcha. Okay. So here's the story. And this is another one from the site that got stories from Reddit. <laughs> A few years ago, Mistro, no, Mistress of Dark, sorry, it's all one word, so it's very tough for me. <laughs> So a few years ago, Mistress of Dark was sleeping over at a friend's house and had trouble sleeping. As they were lying awake, a tall, solid black silhouette entered the bedroom. It wore a top hat and long coat and looked like a male figure. He sat in a chair beside the bed and stared at them. After a few seconds, he started talking. The user doesn't remember the conversation exactly as the experience took place five years ago at the time this was written. But it was a harmless encounter, and the shadow person seemed genuinely interested in them. Then, a second shadow person appeared. The same black silhouette, but this time a woman. Strangely, she was crawling. The man sitting beside in the chair told them not to look at the woman, and she wouldn't notice them. She was not a good entity. Shortly after, the woman left, and at dawn, the shadow man, too, vanished. Hmm. Interesting. Because I wonder if other people that have experienced the man with the hat, if Mm -hmm. he's, even though he causes fear, if he's like a protection. Yeah, so there's, it just depends. Because if you look, if you research this, a lot of times it says that they give off bad energy. But there is one, I mean, I already told another story where they were like, I was perfectly fine, perfectly Mm -hmm. calm. They were there. It was no issue whatsoever. So... It goes back and forth. It kind of just depends on what you, um, what what you look up. So, but that kind of goes into the next little paragraph I have. Um, so no one really knows why the shadow people visit. Mm-hmm. If it's to do harm, to to help them, you know, mm-hmm. nobody really knows. The most common interaction individuals have with shadow people is them just being watched mm-hmm. by the shadow people. Them just standing there, kind of observing them for a period of time Mm -hmm. the entities seem to lurk in doorways and around corners for no particular reason than other to observe the individual in their home Mm -hmm. so they kind of maybe they'll follow them around or they're stuck to that person so if you move they'll kind of follow you but they don't really do anything they just kind of watch you Mm. okay so others seem to have their own agenda so they are not necessarily watching a specific person, but they're kind of going from one place to another without showing interest of interaction. So it's not necessarily that they're watching you. They're just in your living room. They're just passing through. They're just passing through, doing something, and then they're kind of on their own, doing their own thing, then they leave. Mm-hmm. They don't really care about you specifically. Yeah. Well, the the one that was standing on the Porch. deck. Yeah, overlooking the field. Yeah. They're just chilling. Exactly. They're just there for some reason. Don't want to be bothered. Don't want to bother you. And then they leave. Mm-hmm. It's like bees. If you don't hurt them, they won't hurt you. Shadow people produce honey and pollinate uh, flowers? Yes, exactly. Bees? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> so, unfortunately, not all are innocent. Some have been known to attack and frighten the individual mentally, emotionally, or physically. So, people mm-hmm. have um, told stories about them being choked most often is what happens. Or just the the entity there to scare them. Mm-hmm. So just giving off those really bad negative vibes to make them afraid. Mm-hmm. And that seems to be their intent. Yeah. Flex on them. Yeah. <laughs> Look, see how scary I can be. <sighs> so finally, others think that shadow people are not there to interact with the person or space, but they are omens of tragic events to come. Hmm. So just like we talked about with the black dog, mm-hmm. some people think... That they are there either, because like I said before, they seem to be attracted to negative energy. So they're either, you see them when bad things are happening and then they disappear. Or they show up, something bad happens, and then you don't see them again. Mm-hmm. So they're kind of omens of tragic events. Oh my god. Hmm. The Mothman was a shadow demon. 
maybe. I mean, he was thought to be an omen of the bridge event, and then and some people blamed he him. He was like a dark black figure with glowing eyes and wings. Oh my gosh! We, we just the cracked code. the case. We, we just the cracked the code. Maybe that's very interesting. Because I mean, because mm-hmm. he was always seen as an omen. Mm-hmm. He was dark with glowing mm-hmm. eyes and wings. Mm-hmm. He could have easily been of the demonic classification. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely right. I I think a lot of this overlaps. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm very interested. So, the next thing I have is theories on what people think. The shadow people are. Mm. There's actually quite a few. So lay them on me. <laughs> the first one, theory number one, is that they are ghosts. Plain and simple. Those who believe in this theory think that the shadow people represent spirits that are simply lost or have come back for some reason. Just like normal ghosts you would think of, like the white misty mm-hmm. ghosts are. These shadow people don't look like what we would normally think of as ghosts because they have yet to embrace their state of being. Oh, so, so they don't necessarily understand. Yes, hmm. that they're ghosts. But you kind of hear that with the wispy white ghosts too. Yeah. So I don't know if it's just on a different level. Could just or be what. the form that they've taken. Right. Exactly. Could just be their choice. It definitely sounds like they're either traveling between or stuck between planes mm-hmm. in a way. Yeah, sure. Um, People don't necessarily believe this because of the harsh vibes that these entities give off. But then other people think that, well, maybe if they are lost or are confused Mm -hmm. or don't understand what's happening, they're Mm -hmm. giving off not necessarily vibes of, I'm going to hurt you, but they are very sad. And so they bring Mm -hmm. with them a heavy energy Mm -hmm. that kind of comes across as scary to us yeah because we don't know how to interact with it well i mean fear and excitement are basically the same i don't know if i've talked to you about this before but like it's just adrenaline Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. it's whether if you're if i'm really scared about something i've tried this before it's kind of like a fake it till you make it thing if you're really really scared about something and you go no i'm excited i'm excited yeah hype yourself up your brain's like oh it's just adrenaline maybe i'm not scared yeah maybe i'm really happy but you can literally like Mm -hmm. it's almost the same feeling yeah it's just your interpretation of it right so it could be yeah fight or like fight or flight kind of thing i guess right but it's just the the adrenaline feeling that it's giving you Mm -hmm. flips it to right yeah so the the vibe it's giving is very heavy regardless of what the right intent is yeah yeah that makes sense Sure. Um, some people that wouldn't believe what you just said, I guess, <laughs> think that these shadow people are demons, mm. and that's why they have the bad energy. They just gotcha. are straight up like, they're they're bad, they give feelings of dread, and so they must be demons. In the demons. <laughs> demons. So, those who have had first-hand experiences sometimes say that what they came in contact with had never been, could have never been a human in any form whatsoever. That's what they feel. Because it's so terrible of a feeling. They're like, there's no way this was a person. But then again, you have these stories where people had comforting feelings mm-hmm. or, you know, were totally fine with the presence. Mm-hmm. Well, that's so, why I kind of buy into kinda the idea. I kind of buy into the idea of, you know, it's kind of humanoid and the longer it sticks around Mm -hmm. it loses its humanoid characteristics Mm -hmm. because it's not meant to i don't know this for sure but i would think it's not meant to be in that state well if you watch the show supernatural (laughs) (laughs) no but they portray ghosts as if you become a ghost and you're stuck in the plane if you become a ghost and you have an item or something that you just hold on to so, so dearly, you can come back as a ghost. Mm. But the longer you are a ghost, you have the potential of basically turning, going crazy mm-hmm. and turning mean and evil. Mm-hmm. And you have to destroy that item that they're latched onto in order to release them. Mm-hmm. So I kind of also think that that is a possibility. That they have just, or they've come back as a shadow person, but, you know, 
they've just been here for too long that they just give off such bad vibes. Right, because I don't think it's... I don't think this is the plane they're meant to be in. Yeah. Like, they're just... We've already stated yeah. that we think they're just passing through. Like, none of these beings mean to be here for long. None yeah. of these experiences happen for very long that you've talked right. about. No. They're, they're trying to just be passing through. Mm-hmm. Now, the longer they're stuck here... Yeah. Or not able to do that, they might be feeling confused and scared and angry or yeah. going crazy. And then... It just turns into bad, bad vibes. Yeah. Bad vibes. Bad vibes. <laughs> so, some people think that these shadow people could be interdimensional beings. So, Hell a yeah. lot of people believe that there are parallel dimensions to ours that aren't ours, but show, you know, different form of what we would know mm-hmm. as our life. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people think that these could overlap mm-hmm. in some way. Yeah, it's like doppelgangers. Right. But not. Right. And then some people think that if, this is kind of going into the scientific part of it, and I didn't research a lot of this, so I apologize, but some people think that since the smallest, teeniest, tiniest particles vibrate, yeah. that sometimes these vibrations of our world mesh mesh with the vibrations of a different dimension Mm -hmm. so closely that we can see a being of a different dimension Mm -hmm. but we can't see them clearly so they come across as shadow people yes or that could just be the state that they're in in there or that could be shadow people yeah yes now i do believe this and i kind of don't because i don't understand like if people are truly being attacked I don't understand why people would come. Well, I guess people from another dimension might be like, I'm going to kill you. But I don't really know. Well, because they might just be as confused. Someone's in my room. Yeah. Yeah. True. So, or the dimension is made up of shadow people and some are demons. Who knows? Demons. But this is another theory. Okay. So, another theory is that maybe... Well, aliens is definitely one. I was about to say. <laughs> so, famous, a type of famous aliens are known as the greys, which are kind of what you think of normal aliens, the big head, big eyes mm-hmm. kind of thing. And then these greys, quote unquote, have been known, have been known. People who have been abducted by them have stated that they could pass through walls, disappear abruptly, kind of, you know, form in and out of shapes. So that kind of lines up with the abilities of the shadow people. So some people think that maybe they're one and the same, or maybe they're aliens, but they're a different type. Hmm. So, maybe. I mean, what's the, what's the uh, extraterrestrial, mm-hmm. I guess, would be the term you mean. Because I was going to say, mm. what is really an alien? An, a UFO. Yeah. Unidentified flying object. That's anything that you don't exactly know what it is that's in the sky. Right. So you can't really say, like, I don't know what the exact definition of an alien is, but that could be anything that you can't yeah. quite identify. Yeah. Could be classified as that. So if you're mm-hmm. saying extraterrestrial, yeah, maybe. But yeah. definitely unidentified being. Yes. Did that make sense? Yeah. Okay, gotcha. I got you. Uh, eyes, our eyes connected. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> so another thing is that maybe... It is an astral projection. <gasps> so, when I think of astral projection, I know not many will get this reference. I think of the episode of SpongeBob, where SpongeBob is dreaming, and he bounces from dream to dream to dream to dream to dream. And Patrick's is just his riding on, like, one of those horses that you see outside mm-hmm. of shopping places. Okay, anyway, to explain this a little further, astral projection occurs when one's consciousness, aka their astral body, mm-hmm. leaves the physical body mm-hmm. and travels through the universe without it. This is like Obi-Wan in one of the latest Star Wars movies. Yes, there we go. Another good reference that people may be able to understand. So, if you still don't get it, other people would call this, well, it's actually also called an out-of-body experience. So, physically, you're not there, mm-hmm. but you're there. Yeah. You've projected your everything but your physical self. Yes. I think this is space. kind of what Insidious is, right? Is that the right horror movie? I don't remember. 
I right when they project themselves into the I have no idea okay just kidding I don't know we, is that the one where at the end you really don't know if anything is what it is yeah he takes a picture of the guy and it turns out to be the woman as the guy yeah I have no idea okay I, I'm, I'm thinking <laughs> just, the best reference for this is probably Obi-Wan yeah projecting himself using the force mm-hmm. I don't know why the quotation works the force is real projecting <laughs> himself using the force yeah to fight Kylo Ren mm-hmm. and stall so they could get away yeah mm-hmm. spoilers spoilers but that's not the last movie that's like the yeah before. yeah so people have been people who believe this is believe in this strongly which I believe in all this stuff why not you know but people think that we do it all the time and we just don't remember it or we could possibly be doing it and yeah. we just don't remember. Mm-hmm. But some people say there's a guy in one of the articles that I read. I don't remember his name. He says he's been able to do it purposefully since he was four years old. How? I do not know. Well, not how necessarily, but like. But it's almost like, I do not know. I'd have to look more into that. But people experience lucid dreaming, which is like you can control your dreams. Mm-hmm. So I think that is kind of. A step towards what he is saying. Gotcha. And there was another podcast I listened to, and they did... I listened to a lot of podcasts. And none of them know who we are, and that's totally fine. The one's the Killer Podcast, I believe. Let me look it up. I feel rude using them and not knowing what their name is. I think I'm making steps toward lucid dreaming. Maybe. Because if I'm dreaming something bad, I go, mm, nah, mm, I don't think do so. Yeah. I don't think so. I'm pretty sure this is a dream I'm going to make. Nope. No, 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 no. And then I wake up. Yeah. And I feel like mom can kind of sure. do this in a way of... She knows she's... Yeah. She knows when she's having a bad dream. Right. So, yeah. Killer, a true crime podcast. They talked about... They've talked about Shadow People before. It was one of their first episodes. The Brohio podcast is another one I listened to. And they talk about a specific government... agency no not an agency but project i guess mm-hmm. and it was basically to like train people to be able to lose a dream more along the lines of astral project but it wasn't called astral projection is that if that real? makes sense did that happen? i mean according to this it did so this was oh, i'm fascinated oh okay so i think it was the pine gap episode so basically it was like they could train the people to but it wasn't astral projection, or maybe it was, it kind of was, but they could go, they didn't physically go, but they could go somewhere in their mind. Like, there's a guy that could do it, and he could describe, like, a secret government agency, like, perfectly. Like, absolutely perfectly. He's never been there. Never been there. And he, like, said that he could get into certain rooms and, like, go through the, like, see the files clear as day. Apparently, this was a huge thing. Pine Gap's like a facility. And if you want to listen to it, go listen to the Brohio podcast. It was like one of the most recent episodes. Very fascinating stuff. Question. Answer. Is he, was he only able to see like present day things? I don't remember if this person could go into the past or whatever. Mm-hmm. I know specifically he said he could do it to present day. Mm-hmm. But I do not know about past or future gotcha so i'd have to listen again but that kind of brings up the last not the last theory one of the last theories is that it is possibly a time traveler so some people think that these shadow people could be time travelers coming back for some specific reason or people in the future if time travel is a thing for everybody Mm -hmm. but this is all they can do Right, they're working on it. They come back as shadow people. They can hurt you, maybe, but most of the time they're just kind of observing, following mm-hmm. you around. Maybe it's a future self that comes back to check everything out. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's somebody that comes back to warn you of something that goes along with the omen things. They don't know. Someone of, like, a future generation right, that wants that comes, to see how you work. Yes, exactly. So that's another theory. Um, but And people just think that, like, this is just what they come back as. Hmm. Interesting. So, I mean, that's definitely... I, I mean, I like that. I like all of these theories. The only one that I do not like... That's the one you're about to tell me, huh? Is the one I'm about to tell you. And it's just that it's people's imagination. So a lot of skeptics believe that it's just people's minds playing tricks because they are sleep-deprived, most likely, or 
they are experiencing sleep paralysis Mm -hmm. and the mind isn't fully Mm -hmm. coherent. It's not fully awake. Mm -hmm. And so this is just a a thing that your brain thinks of. Which sleep paralysis, that's what it is. You just kind of project things, right? I can, I have a counter for that argument. Well, I don't like this argument. No, 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 I know. But what I'm saying is, so what they're saying is you're so sleep deprived that you're seeing figures. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I don't, we haven't done an episode on this. I've looked into this before though. Yeah. But our brains are, unlike most animals, what sets us apart, one of the things is the way that our brain works. Right. Our brains are trained to recognize faces yeah. And so that's one reason, like, with the Bloody Mary dream, works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's also, like, when you dream, like, you picture people, even if you met them right. once, because right. your brain is like, oh, there's a there's a person. Right. I think we might have talked about it on Bloody Mary, actually. Yes, we did. Maybe. But your, your brain is trained to look for faces. Yeah. Because that's just, like, how, it's, it's just an instinct right. we have. So you most likely wouldn't just picture a black. You would recognize a face. Rather than just a figure. Right, right, right. Yeah, that makes sense. Because, I mean, that's that's like a scientific thing that yeah. they've worked on. And we definitely talked about it during Bloody Mary. I don't yeah. remember everything. But I just remember, like, your brain instinctually looks for faces and things. Yeah. So you wouldn't be looking. People see, like, oh, the code on the back of the door looks like a figure. Right. But I do more, that shit all the time. <laughs> I, do, I do, too. But you're more likely to be like, okay, where's the face? Yeah. Or you're more likely to see okay, that spot on the ceiling looks like a face. Right. Because your brain's trained to look like Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense to me. So I think if you're saying people's imaginations are picking Mm -hmm. out shapes, okay, but our brains are genetically programmed to look for faces. Yeah. So it doesn't quite make sense. I think the only time that I would believe this one, just because I don't like it when... I don't not want to believe somebody. Mm -hmm. Like, that doesn't make sense to me. I think that sleep deprivation could be a thing if you were researching and listening to and reading about shadow people and you stayed up till three in the morning and then you tried to go to sleep and you, you know what I mean? Like that is in your brain. I had a dream last night because I was researching this, not about shadow people. And it was definitely a dream that we were at home and someone was possessed and dad was like, because this has to do a lot with Supernatural, guys, if you watch Supernatural. <laughs> and Dad was like, I'll go. But it also is, like, insidious. I'll go into, like, the spirit realm and I'll, like, get... And I was like, no, you can't do that. And he's like, yeah, I can. I was like, no, I'm going with you. And we had a big fight about it. It was wild. Who so, was possessed? Was it me? I don't know. I don't... It wasn't us or Mom. Pap was there, but I don't think it was him. I don't know if it was anybody in our family. I don't remember. I just remember dad and I had a fight about it. So, like, I could see that maybe your mind plays tricks on you, but I don't understand how it would be like, he stared at me for, like, two minutes and then disappeared. Like, you'd you'd figure it out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's no way. And even, like, even if you are like, oh, the code on the back of the door, like, it's creepy, mm-hmm. most of the time it's like... You'll figure you, it out. You figure out it's a coat. Yeah. Like, yeah, your yeah. eyes adjust to where you're like, oh, it's a coat. Right. Like, our brains are smarter than that. Yeah. Even if you're super sleep deprived. Like, your brain mm-hmm. is... Yeah, yeah. More I agree. sophisticated than these people are getting credit. And mm-hmm. also, there's so many people that have had these experiences. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's that no are way. so similar. Yeah. It's like... Like, everybody pictures the hat man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, with a trench what? coat and either one of these two hats. It's not a baseball cap. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? There's what? so It comes many. back with, like, a big, like, sombrero. Pirate, pirate, pirate hat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I don't... I think it's got to be something. But, again, I don't think either of us are skeptics when it comes to this kind of stuff. No. So, we're kind of on... We, we can't really argue... For the skeptics. I think the people that are most at risk in this this world are the people who don't believe. You are absolutely right. I don't know. I don't think so. I (laughs) I think I'm pretty wrong because I feel like if you are nervous about it, you're opening the door for them to be like, oh, you're scared? Here I come. Yes, that's why, like, it's freaky to talk. I'm nervous talking about it and I'm going to have to sleep with my lights on. I, ugh, I can't do it. That's the monsters in part. That's what I was trying to get at. If they feed... If they feed off of fear. Oh. They're like coming in and being like, 
I didn't get that at all when you first said the one. I didn't either. It like came in. It was like a shadow person. It came into my mind and then it left. (laughs) I got you. No, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. What do you think? What do you think it is? That's basically the end. Um, I don't know. Great, great topic. I am yeah. sufficiently nervous. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I think it's really interesting. I think if people could astral project, they wouldn't be astral projecting outside of their own form. Like, I, I well, think that if I it Well, I think was, it's more like they're astral projecting and that's all they can do. I know. But what I'm saying is, I don't think they would come across as, like, a demon shape. Oh, true. I mean, if I could choose to have a tail, bitch, I might. (laughs) But would you, would it be better to choose to have a tail or to be able to get a more complete form across? True. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. That's true. But I don't know. This reminds me a lot. It's also, like, if if someone comes to choke you and they're astral projecting, that's someone you know. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, why would a random, so, like... Yeah, I kind of see where that one might be a little iffy. I think that the spirit part of it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Where the longer you stay around, the less human. Yeah. The less of your humanness you can hold on to. Yeah. Or that's just how you come, Some that's just how some people come back as. Maybe, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, this reminds me, I don't know if you thought about this while you were doing it, but it kind of reminds me of the Adventure Zone. Okay. Where they kept having these, like, shadowy figures watching them. Yeah. With glowing eyes. With glowing eyes. Like, You're yeah. right. And they were of all different shapes because they were yeah. all different races. So in that sense, like, the planes, because I've listened to that podcast, yeah. the planes and the other dimensions kind of make sense to me, but yeah. that's because I want to believe it. Yeah. Well, I think that's fine. I think all of these theories have as much possibility as the others because mm-hmm. like you don't know yeah i'm sure there's been more there's, study on it than we attend? think yeah yeah well that's but not gonna be released to the public let's be for real a lot of people have had these experiences mm-hmm. and reported them yeah and they fall into these separate categories mm-hmm. and enough people have had them that we are led to believe that it's a possibly a thing yeah hot button but topic however many of these stories are real or not like Again, it could just be a couple people mm-hmm. had this weird experience and then mass hysteria blew up. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a thing. We talked about this in one of the last ones, too. People believe it so much that it becomes real. Well, it could be that, too. Mm-hmm. If if somebody had been researching this mm-hmm. and then it's like you said, you're sleep deprived and then you believe yeah. it so wholeheartedly that it manifests. I got to go to bed right now. I'm <laughs> so nervous. I cannot be tired. I'm Oh, God. Do we have NyQuil? Is that legal? What I are those like Z things that the, they're advertising now for children? Oh, I don't know. I haven't looked at it. It's like NyQuil, but it's not medicine. It's just like to put them to sleep. It's like melatonin. For the night. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, people say whiskey does that. Not to babies. <laughs> also, that's for, if you're teething, some people, like, yeah. put whiskey on their finger and, like, rub their gums. Right. I don't think that's legal, but people do it. Um, Benadryl. Some people just give their kids Benadryl to put them to sleep. I mean, and with I, me, I might have to do that. I don't know. If we're going to have a sleepover. Although, that doesn't seem to help because that one girl was at a sleepover, so... Let us know your opinion. Let us know what you think. Let us know if you've had an experience with a shadow person and you want to share it, let us know. If you think you know what these beings are, let us know. Tweet at us or Instagram us at B-I-A-R podcast. Send us a message on Facebook, Bug and a Rug. You can email us at B-I-A-R podcast at gmail.com. Look up, I'll post our sources on com, so you can look up more creepy stories i hope that you guys are still able to sleep as snobby with mug and rug tonight but i'm gonna be up for a while i won't i literally had to last night and i didn't even i had not even half of this done last night and i had to play youtube videos on my phone that i could hear so i could fall asleep i wondered about that because i walked by your room and i was like i thought you were asleep and I, you're, I could see the phone light, yeah. and there's definitely YouTube playing, but your eyes were closed. Yeah, I turn on old source-fed videos of them playing games, but I put the phone down so I don't watch it, so I don't stay up, but I listen to it, because their voices are very comforting to me. But okay. Um, 
All right. Hope you guys don't, you know, stay up. I uh, hope you can still sleep as snug as a bug in a rug. But honestly, after this one, I'm not sure. Maybe that's why Cooper's been pacing. He's worried about our mental state. Maybe. Oh, maybe. He squeezed out of my arms. Alrighty, I guess we'll talk to you guys later. Thanks for listening. Um, signing off. I'm Caitlin. I'm Whitney. Bye. Sleep tight.